And welcome to the Sport Report's full-time whistle, where we call time on the day and give you a wrap-up on what's happened in the world of sport. I'm Michael Caruana. It's Friday, the 30th of June, and... Uh, up, up, Granola, the boys in the black, white, and blue. What a victory for my Sharkies last night. If I could, I would spend the entire episode today analysing the game, start to finish, 52 to 16 over the Dragons in the local derby. Oh, you love to see it if you're a Cronulla fan, of course. But you know what? If I keep speaking about it, it would get too boring for you. And there are some actual other important, I say, news stories to cover. So let's get into that. Australia are still slightly in front in the ashes, yet remain on alert as one of their star players hobbled from the field. The Brisbane Olympics aren't going to follow in France's footsteps with one rule. Plus, can I improve my tip? Score. Mick's rip and tips return. All that and more on today's edition of the Full Time Whistle. The second day of the Ashes Test finished with Australia just slightly still in the driver's seat. Despite a dominant first two sessions from the Brits, a few lazy shots that led to catches saw the home side go from losing two wickets in 188 runs to losing another two in just under 40. The main story from the day should have been Steve Smith notching up yet another Test century. Yes, come on! Drives it beautifully through the offside. 32nd Test match hundred for Steve Smith, his second at Lords. We are witnessing greatness in front of our eyes. One of the all-time greats. But this was sadly overshadowed by overshadowed by another milestone man. <laughs> Up in the air, has he fallen into trap? No, it lands short. Really is an awful sight, and you can tell almost by the look on Nathan Lyon's face. The enormity of it is really settling in for him there. Nathan Lyon, who was playing his 100th consecutive test match, the sixth cricketer to ever do it, and the first bowler as well, hobbled off the field with a suspected calf injury. Cricket Australia confirmed that it was indeed a right calf injury, and the veteran spin bowler would be assessed post-play. If it is as bad as first thought, this could have a significant impact on the remainder of the Ashes. Comparisons are being made to Glenn McGrath's similar incident that happened way back in 2005, which also proved to be a turning point in that Ashes series too. Centurion Steve Smith, who likes to dabble in the spin bowling as well, said that if Lyon was to be out, the Ashes could be turned on its head. Quote, losing a spinner on a surface that isn't offering a lot to the fast bowler, it's a big loss for us. Fingers crossed, he is okay. Todd Murphy, who made his test debut in India earlier this year, is the backup spinner in the squad and would most likely get the call-up in the next test should Lyon be out long-term. England will resume play tonight, trailing by 138 runs, six wickets in hand, and with Harry Brook and captain Ben Stokes still at the crease. If you're already planning your Brisbane 2032 Olympics holiday and were worried that there wasn't going to be any booze, then you can stop freaking out. The Brisbane Organising Committee President Andrew Liveris has said that the Queensland capital won't be following in Paris's footsteps and banning alcohol. If you weren't aware, France has a law that bans the sale of alcohol in stadiums to the general public, meaning Olympic fans will have to settle for water, soft drink or alcohol-free beer. 
Boo. Boring. <laughs> Low alcohol beer was served, though, in France back when they hosted the 2016 European Championships and will also be available at the Rugby Union World Cup later this year. As for the Olympics, though, uh, it's a big no-no. Only if you're a VIP are you allowed to have an alcoholic beverage in the stadium. Yeah, must be nice. But should you not be going over to France and awaiting till 2032 to see the Olympics in person, then no need to fear at all. I finish with a quote from Liveris himself. As of now, Australia allows beer to be served in stadiums. We'll serve beer because we can. And while he doesn't say it, I do feel like he's subconsciously saying, yeah, rip in, boys. We've got grog and they don't. This is Australia, mate. Yeah. I'm sure he wasn't, but that's the vibe that I'm getting. (laughs) Imagine you lose your job. No one wants that, no matter how awkward the conversation is going to be between the employer and employee. But it's a convo that you need to have if you want to let the person go or if you want to leave your job. You can't just let them know, you know, via a tweet. Or can you? <laughs> NBA forward and seven-year NBA veteran Torian Prince was going about his time on social media before stumbling across a tweet from NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. And to Prince's shock, it was about him. The tweet read, The Timberwolves are declining to guarantee Torian Prince's $7.4 million contract for the 2023-2024 season, sources tell ESPN. Prince, who averaged 10.4 points in his seven years, joins the free agent market. Prince Prince then tweets back saying, sheesh, appreciate the heads up wodge. Yikes! I mean, it does make sense, though, from the Timberwolves' perspective. 7.4 mil for someone who is only averaging 10.4 points per game seems like a little bit of a waste. But you reckon that you'd probably let the man know before giving your outside sources a little scoop of the story. Regardless of whether or not this is true or if it's wrong, it's going to make a very awkward last day for Prince. Sticking on social media and more often than not, when athletes get into serious trouble, their actions are often followed by a tweet of them apologising for their behaviour. On field, off field, it's all the same. But it's not often a star of their game will come out with an apology for something that may happen in the future. Collingwood Ruckman Mason Cox took to Twitter to say, I want to sincerely apologise in advance to whoever has tickets behind me at the Taylor Swift concert. I know you paid a lot. I don't care. T Swift is more important. A self-confessed Swifty, it seems that Cox managed to snag some tickets to the American pop star when she comes to Australia at the start of next year. And with Cox standing at a whopping 211 centimetres tall, it is fair to say that whoever is sitting or standing behind him, maybe even jumping or on the shoulders of a friend, they will not be seeing a thing. And lastly, it returns. It's time for Mix Rippin' Tips. Let's power through these, and we'll start with the AFL. I said on last Friday's edition the stat about teams who had a bye are losing the week prior, and that has stayed strong, with nine sides who have had a bye losing the week after. 
The only exception to the rule were clubs who both had the bye playing each other afterwards. Going off this, I will be tipping against any side who had the bye last round and is playing a side who didn't have a bye. That means Adelaide over North Melbourne, Fremantle over the Western Bulldogs, Essendon over Port Adelaide, Hawthorne over Carlton, which tears me apart being a Blues fan, but i got to do it, and Melbourne over GWS. The only game that could break this curse is Port Adelaide and Essendon. And while the power have been phenomenal this season, I ain't going against the grain and the Bombers get my tip. I'm also backing Sydney over Geelong tonight, Collingwood over Gold Coast and St Kilda over West Coast. In the NRL, and I'm going for all the favourites, bar two. Storm to beat the Panthers, Raiders to beat the Titans, Broncos over the Dolphins, and the Sea Eagles to defeat the Roosters. The two non-favourites I'm tipping are two teams that had the bye last week. Yes, that is right. I'm doing the opposite of what's happening in the AFL. I think the Tigers and the Bulldogs, fresh off having the bye, will defeat the Cowboys and the Knights, respectively. Watch this space. And that is it. Your day of sport wrapped right here on the Sport Report's full-time whistle. I'm Michael Caruana. Thank you for listening. I will be off all of next week, so Anthony Lucen will be taking the full-time whistle reins. I will catch you in a week and a bit. Stay safe and stay wonderful. See ya.